the Good Not Great. I'm Henry. I'm the co-host, Landon. Well, I'm also the co-host. We're co-hosts. Co-co-hosts. We're co-founders. No one's the host. Co-owners. Co-founders. We're going to get an LLC for this. My voice crack a little bit, you know. I'm into it. <laughs> it's like those noises we made on the last one. It's gross. Oh, the ASMR mm-hmm. thing? I'm glad we didn't really dive into that. It was no. just for a few seconds. I can't take it. Mm. Oh, you ever that. just pour beer on yourself? You're not going to see me jeweling anymore. They, what? They didn't just raise the price. They doubled it. So of the I, pods? Of the pods. So if I wanted four of these little pods that last me about 24 hours each, it's after tax, it would be about 45 bucks. And at that point, that's like... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Say that again? So four pods of these little... A head, pod is equivalent to like a pack of cigarettes? I don't... Of nicotine, yeah, actually, sadly. But I mean, like, how long does a pod last you? About 24 hours. <laughs> Sometimes a little less. Okay. But I think the average person's going through it in about a day. That used to be a tobacco user or that just So it's it. $45 for four pods. So yeah. So I mean, if you were to do it mathematically, I'd be spending like what? If I were to go keep it going. You're like roughly 80 bucks a week. That would be insane. And I can't do that. That's a lot to, for a stupid habit. Can't you buy like a, a vape and get your own juice and stuff mm-hmm. and do it like the, the pro the, vapors? I have this weird thing with like commitment to having a tobacco problem so for example when i used to chew tobacco gross i know sad um you can buy five cans that it's called a log and it's cheaper that way because you're buying it obviously in bulk right yeah and for like however many years i chewed tobacco i never did that because of the commitment like i always tell myself even though i knew subconsciously you didn't want to be that dude who bought like a month's supply exactly so if i were to start like buying all this different stuff for vaping, then I'm like committing to like never giving up. You're like a hobbyist. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want that. So hopefully I won't be dueling in the podcast anymore. It's expensive. But yeah. Why don't we just like get a hookah going? That's actually just almost, I, from what I've heard, it's like just as bad. For <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, you, sh- you should. I mean, you. if you have some extra cash, Henry's going to Israel. You, I, I keep looking at the camera like they're just like right there, but they're, um, they're with us. They're our friends. They're now. our friends. All, all, all 70, 79 of them. <laughs> all 79 of them. Um, yeah. It has come to my attention that not all 22,000 people who are subscribed to my channel watched our first episode. Yeah. That's fucked up. Um, so if you could do that, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah there's just like 21,000. I mean, no. you click that button. What four years ago? You could just do me the favor of watching the podcast. Give okay? us five minutes. We're fucking fine, <sighs> kind of. Some people, right? And we're dry. I don't know if people think we're funny. Well, I mean, if you watched the last podcast, I brought up my Tinder and went over somebody's messages with myself. Yeah. And uh, it's funny you ended up meeting the one person that you showed on the screen. You only showed one person on the screen, if I remember right. Yeah. I mean, I picked it because that one was like, oh, this one went well. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to show this one. For yeah, sure. we ended up hanging out. Um, we got a drink in like Green Lake, and it was Sorry. nice. It was really cool. Did she think we were funny? Uh, yeah. No, yeah, she thought it was funny. Um, like she thought you were funny, not the podcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, no, she thought the podcast was funny, too, though. Yeah. I think it helped that she was in it. For sure. I mean, it makes it a little bit biased when you're in something. Yeah, like, of course like, oh, I love it. I love this. I'm going to watch it all. I want everybody to see it. I'm going to show all my friends, which she probably hasn't done unless those are her 70. I feel friends. like you guys hit it off last night, though. She, well, she was just, I like outgoing nice people. And yeah. I like people that. She's not afraid to just hang out. You know what I've always liked about people is when they're assertive. 
Right. And like, like confident. Was, totally. Like, like it shows that if you're assertive with me, it shows that you're like not scared of me, which I don't think anybody's scared of I'm me. But you, kind of see, you, man. but you kind of see what I'm saying? Yeah. It like shows that like, you know, that like a little bit of trust in the person. So it's like almost just like a sign of respect that you're willing to just be mm-hmm. real with somebody. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that reminds me. It reminds me that we should switch topics. Perfect. <laughs> I wanted you to go over this on the last one. Okay. Oh, fuck. I want you to tell the story of what happened was like two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I'll get an anxiety attack. And I don't know if it's not like bad. Like I'm not like I don't need to be in a mental institute, but I'll just get a little panic attack. And I got one while I was very, 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 very drunk. And I don't I'm sure the alcohol had something to do with it. But I felt like I couldn't breathe at one point after I got home from a night of drinking, probably 10 p.m., after a work night of drinking, and this is so Wait, yeah, work. This was at a work happy hour that you blacked out, right? Went crazy. I had you made eight, it home. Made it home. I had eight Manhattans, which for people that don't know, it's about two and a half shots in each Manhattan of pure alcohol. So the math of eight times two and a half, twenty shots in like two hours, which probably is. I've heard that. I've heard that's not healthy before. You um, think you did twenty shots no, worth? Of- no, I bet I really do think that it was over fifteen, though. I mean, you were very drunk. Yeah, and I'm a big guy, and I can usually handle my weight, so I, I, it had to have been over fifteen. I mean, I had seven or eight Manhattans, yeah. and it is more. It is two shots or more in each one. I'm pretty sure it might even be two and a half, depending on the pour. Anyways, come home, I feel like I can't breathe, and called the cops to put it lightly give us a little detail i, I, called... so I want to know everything you remember from the moment that you that you unlocked the front door i don't um, <laughs> that was it that's i remember it, that's pacing, i remember pacing in the downstairs and i just remember talking to the 911 contact what are those called again the dispatcher dispatcher and she's like where do you live and i was so drunk i'm like i i don't know <laughs> I was like, I, she goes, hold on. Like she pulls it up. She goes, do you live at blank, blank, blank 89th? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's for sure. That sounds right. It sounds good. And so I also vaguely remember texting Henry, whatever I texted that's you. Me. Yeah. My co-host. And yeah. So next thing you, I'm just sitting on the couch and I'm like, while they're coming and like, I have a feeling they're gonna be there any minute, which went by for me went in like a flash. Dude, it was a flash. Okay. I'll tell that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, continue. No, but. it's all good. And all I'm saying is, yeah, I knew that when, while they were on their way, I'm like, they don't need to come get me. I'm fine. They, I'm you fine. knew that like as soon as you hung up. 100%. That's right. <laughs> why, right. When they walked in, I, I, according to Henry and I believe it too, cause I kind of remember it. I'm like, I'm sorry. You guys don't need to be here. Like I, this is stupid. And so I just kept apologizing and they're like, you're fine, dude. Essentially, like, they're like, we, I'm sure they self-diagnosed me with having just an anxiety attack, whether they said it or not. They're like, this dude's just freaking out for no reason or whatever. And so, yeah, so I didn't obviously go to the hospital or anything and and I felt fine. I ended up getting sick to put it lightly. Let it all out. Let it all out. Take a snooze, right? Took a snooze for a few hours. Got you some water. Yep. Went to bed or went to work in the morning. I was great. Yeah. I was surprised you went to work in the morning. Yeah. I guess you're used to that shit. I think. I'm a baby out and I would have stayed home. I, I, everything I've ever pushed through, I give to wrestling practice. If I can make it through a wrestling practice, I can go to work in the morning. Wow. Yeah. See, from my perspective, I thought you died. I was like, something horrible is happening directly yeah. below, below my room. Mm-hmm. 
and I, and Landon is dead. There's blood everywhere. Because <laughs> like I was sleeping, it was I think it was like nine. I was in bed. Yeah, nine forty-five. It was like a Thursday, and I I you you get home, you start calling me. I ignored, oh, I called you. Yeah, you first you called me and I ignored it because I was like, ah, dude, I'm in bed. Yeah, yeah. And I knew you were home, so mm-hmm. I was like, why are you calling me? And then I hear my phone vibrate three times. And I'm like, what is this? So I look at it and I have three texts from you that just say 911-911-911. And that's very Landon. And that's usually a sign for an emergency. No, that's usually, I usually... can you plug my Xbox in? <laughs> hey, I can't figure out my TV. Yeah, it's, hey, I, I'm trying to change the, the channel. Can you help? Which I do need help with. Yeah, the TV's not working downstairs. <laughs> so naturally yeah. I ignore it. Mm-hmm. And then literally, like we were saying, it went by in a flash for you. Literally within a minute. I hear a siren. Yeah, it was under five. Like, it had to have been. Like, Dude, it was I so fast. shit you not, it was a minute. Like, 60 seconds. I hear a siren, and I'm like... because I think it's because the fire department, the fire station's, like, down the street. Oh, but, yeah, it's right around the corner. Yeah. So, literally, seconds go by, and I hear a siren, and I'm like... No, like, we're in Seattle. It's just a siren. Yeah. That's not for Landon. coincidence. Yeah. And then it gets louder and louder, and I'm like, no. What was it? Was it like two fire? It was a massive fire truck. And then all of a sudden my window lights up with red flashing lights. And I'm like, holy shit, Landon is dying. (laughs) And I just let him die. So I jump out of bed and I throw pants and a shirt on. And as by the time I'm at the front door, which is like five seconds, there's three paramedics coming in and they're like, upstairs or downstairs. And I was like, not upstairs. (laughs) I'm I'm up here. I'm normal. I'm I'm fine. fine. So they go downstairs and I follow them. And you're just like cocooned up on the couch in a blanket. That's the first thing they said. They grabbed your hand. Mm -hmm. One of them grabbed your hand and he was like, he's cold. And I was like, what? Oh, man. Is Landon dying? It's a bad sign. And then the other guy's like, it's really cold in this room. <laughs> and the other guy let go of your hand. He's like, yeah, you're right. You're like, it's over. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> did they like check my heart rate? Did they put in? Did they, they do- put a thing on your finger? They did? Yeah. What is that? That's just heartbeat. I think it's your heart rate. Yeah, I think so, so too. It's, they knew you were alive. Yeah. And you immediately start apologizing. Yeah. So I'm done drinking for sure. Like, I just can't keep doing it. Yeah. Know? Finish that beer. Yeah, hopefully that won't happen again. That'd be really nice if that never happened ever. Yeah, man, don't die. Ever again. That'd be really good. Your best friend, man. I care about you. Don't die. I appreciate it. Who's going to take the trash out? Do you think we need to work on our... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that. It's gross. (laughs) It's so gross. Um, Yeah, you did a great job on that, by the way. So thank you. On the trash? Honestly, thank you. Except I somehow inadvertently lost our recycling can. They just steal it the second you put it out there. Dude. Who steals our recycling? I thing? came home from work and it was gone. I honestly think it's the neighbors like fucking. But with we that. didn't do anything wrong with it. We just well, put it out. But they were pretty. They texted Tom about our garbage in the driveway. That was mm-hmm. my fault. I just never wanted to tell you. So that's why I'm. I thought maybe they would come over and say something because that was. It lasted sh- a that while. Was bad out there. Yeah, it lasted a, f- well, a few weeks, probably about two and a half, three weeks, something like that. I mean, there's still trash. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple pieces. I got majority of it. Um, but anyways, I think that maybe the recycling bin is like, they don't fuck with us. They're like taking it away <laughs> like you would for a kid. Like you lost recycling privileges. Yeah. If you can't put your shit in there, then you don't deserve it. Who knows? Yeah. Because I mean, every time they would go to their car, they had to see that. Yeah. It was bad. Shout out to the city of Seattle, though, for hooking us up with a free one. Do you think there's a correlation between like being depressed and... In like having a good sense of humor, 
Oh, Beca- yeah. You do? You really do? I actually 100% do. Because everybody I know who's funny has had, like, traumatic events in the past. And they just, like, handle things well or better. And they're honestly almost all the time, like, the funniest people I know. Or the people that are all like, oh, yeah, I'm on meds. Or I see a therapist. Or I lost a loved one when I was young. Yeah. And it's the funniest fucking person in the room. Which yeah. is funny because it's polar opposites. You wouldn't think that if you didn't know psychology or never right, put right. thought into it. Dude, I have so many theories on that. Like yeah. none of them are are like based in any any real facts that I know. But yeah. I mean, can't really part of it I think is people who are willing to admit things like that or who are willing to like seek help, like see a therapist or like go on medication for depression or like deal with things like that are yeah. more introspective people who are more self aware. So they can be like self deprecating. Right. And, and, that's part of it too, yeah. is another theory thing is like um, people who are intelligent typically I think are funnier mm-hmm. uh, just because like they understand the world around them right because I think a lot of comedians yeah are depressed like that's what I've heard um, the one off the top of my head that I know of is uh, Mitch Hedberg okay he's a really popular comedian I think in like I think in the 90s I don't know exact days but I think he died of I want to say a drug overdose I don't know but he's a he was super funny and I mean, look at Farley, Robin Williams, um, John Candy, yeah, what whatever Belushi, right? Like, I mean, the list goes on and on. To be honest, yeah, I think there's a strong correlation between the ability to laugh at yourself mm-hmm. and feeling like shit. Totally, those guys all died because of drugs, though. Is do you think that's like a a form of like self medication? Oh, I mean, no, I don't think. I mean, I'm like 99% sure. It's funny, though, because the people in my social group that I'm thinking of don't really play around with drugs like that. But I, I, I for sure think there's a correlation between depression and having a sense of humor. And where that derived from was somebody me and you know pretty closely just went like, I've never seen the dark side of him. And he was like drinking. We were at a party together. And he like went crazy for like two minutes and like freaked like freaked me and a couple other people you also know out. Crazy how I what I thought was jokingly threatening a girl about a girl to her boyfriend. She wasn't around, but she was at the party, and he was like, "Oh, your girlfriend, dude. Like, oh, I could really fucking I'll fight her, dude. I don't um what I'm not like a sec. I'm I'm gonna treat everybody equally, like that type of thing. Oh, like if she wants to, yeah, be like if she this, wants to, yeah, that's like that, so weird. Yeah, he's like, she's crazy, man. Like, I can't believe you put up with that, dude. Props to you, man. That is wild, dude. Like, like I don't know. He just like went on and on with what I'm saying right now for like five minutes. He just really? kept going on, and I'm like, I'm seeing another side of this person who I thought was like lighthearted and funny. It's like the dark side surfaced is all I'm saying. Yeah, and so I'm just like, up. Oh, there's another example that kind of proves my point of what we're just talking about. I just always see it. I'm like the fun because he's really funny. This person, I'm like the funniest person's always got something going on. Do you think everyone kind of has like a dark side? No. I think. I mean, that's my. You do. I think everyone has to just decide that they don't show people because everyone thinks fucked up thoughts. Totally. And for some people, they like act on them. Yeah. And that and makes those are them the people that are serial killers. Or right. What, like whatnot. shitty people. Yeah. But for the majority of people, I think they don't act on them, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think they have them. And there's people that like struggle with that. Like they're very, it's on the surface, right? Like they, it's, like they're trying it's to fit every in society, day. but like their primal instincts yeah. kind of like come out. Yeah. I just feel like primal instincts surface essentially. And people have trouble controlling it. And I, I can only speak from a man's point of view, but totally, I feel like we're still have barbaric genes or instincts in us. 
Yeah. That well, are, I mean, yeah, like that are hard like to keep down. Sex sometimes. drive and like how you feel in relationships as far as like dynamics go yeah. and like all these things I feel like are very rooted in like totally your instinctual reaction to things. One hundred percent. Hard, I think, to separate that from logic. Yeah. And I bring up the topic and you tell me if it's good or not. Or would uh, you rather me deliver it naturally so then you don't know? Yeah, just just when I was at I just this one guy messaged me on Instagram the other day for probably the hundredth time. The way I met this guy was I was like one of the only white people at an Indian airport in <laughs> in like the middle of India. Like an, like it wasn't New Delhi, it wasn't Mumbai, like some random airport, right? And these two guys, I just see them staring at me the whole time. And like naturally, I don't know if it's me being a dude or even a douche. I'm like, fuck, what do these guys want from me? Like kind of like getting like offended. I don't know. Well, like people stare. I'm just like, it, I take, they were just like paying too much attention to you. Yeah. And like from like a, like a like 10 yards away from their chairs to mine and all, all the people I'm with are sleeping and they just keep staring at me. And like, eventually I like give them a head nod and they like come over. They like take it as an invitation. They like come over to me. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like they're obviously not threatening if they were just going to yeah. walk over to me and they come over to me and they start talking with me for probably like 10 minutes. And like, they want pictures with me, which I'm like, is that's flattering? Like nobody wants pictures with me in America. You know, wait, wait, wait. they just were, it was like just the novelty of you being a white guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, which is kind of unique. Cause you don't see that even in a lot of other countries, you know? And so they keep taking pictures of me. They keep like sitting next to me and hanging out with me. And then, Eventually, I'm like, all right, guys, like, I'm going to go to bed. Let's wrap this up. One guy grabs my, like, I go to shake his hand, and he, like, holds on to it and, like, slowly lets go. He goes, by the way, you look beautiful today, and walks away. And I'm like, oh, I was just getting hit on. I had no idea because of the language barrier. You know, <laughs> like, I couldn't tell that they were, like, flirting with me. Wow. At least that's how I'm interpreting it now because this guy will not leave me alone on social media. And wait, so, wait, you... you... <laughs> So he's so, somehow connected with them on social media. I was like, hey, if you guys want to add me on Facebook, how long cool. did you did you spend with them? Ten minutes talking with them, just like oh, oh you just like add where each are you other? from? Why are you here? Like normal conversation for the most part. When he goes like when he like touched my hand and goes, you're beautiful. By the way, I'm like walked away. I was like shocked. I was like, oh my god, it's happening. And were you a little bit flattered? Of course. Every time I've ever been hit on by a guy, I'm like, oh man, that doesn't happen. Yeah, like, it felt good. Girls don't hit At least on one you. species or yeah. sexes. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, after like, you know, like a hundred messages, honestly, probably like over 20 messages, maybe even upwards of 50 what, on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook? Okay, sorry. He added me on Facebook, but found me on Instagram and like, I'm not mean enough to like block him, you know, cause like, I don't care. It's well, like, he hasn't, on, at this point he hasn't done anything other than flirt with you, which is fine. I mean, I don't even know if he's flirted with me. He's just saying, Hey, Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? And all I'm getting at ultimately is like, now I know what it's like to be a chick for, you know, I got a, I got a little glimpse Oh, like what the average to be on the other side. I got to see it. I got to see what we were doing to them. <laughs> to be, to what we were doing. Hey, man, Sorry, I'm not including you in that. I do that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so. that Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I consistently feel bad for how women, like, what they have to go through in the dating world. And I can't say that, like, I, I have been there and I know exactly what it's like, yeah. but I... I know other guys and I know that the things that they're saying and like the things mm -hmm. they're doing are Aggressive. so weird. Yeah. And I know I've done weird like shit too. Like creepy or weird? Cause there's a difference. Weird, um, weird would be like consistently I mean, trying both. Like okay. I, I mean, it, it really just anything you can think of a guy will say to a girl, 
it's just very strange, man. Yeah. I think a lot of guys don't have as much game as they think they do. I think it takes like a special person to like take a hint. Yeah. To be able to just stop is like a skill that a lot of people do not have. Like when I was in Israel like two times ago, this one guy fell in love with this girl so much in our group that he climbed up to the second floor balcony up the locked door and was banging on the window saying, hey, can like we talk? Which some girls might be like, oh, that's romantic. I don't know if they would or not. Okay, so yeah, it's aggressive. It's like undeniably too far. That's yeah. You're crossing so many lines there. Literally fences. I would. I could never give somebody that kind of power. I don't think because that's what it, I Dude, mean. That's I, how I look at it. I'm, I know other guys or people don't yeah. care, but that's how I personally. I think I don't can empathize with that. Um, of what it's like to be at that point, though. Mm-hmm. Because I've been in relationships where I feel like... Climbing up to a second floor balcony? Um, I've never really like done that. But <laughs> yeah. I've had like those, those thoughts so. where it's like, what can I do to show her that I care? Or, mm-hmm. um, or like... It, it's almost like you, you're so lost that you just you try anything. Or yeah. like you, um, you feel like powerless and so you're like... Like as I think men specifically kind of look for solutions instead of um, like in the relationships I've been in, right? The dynamic is like woman complains and I offer solution Mm -hmm. and she gets annoyed that I'm offering a solution because she just wants to vent. And I totally understand that. And I understand how it can be really irritating Mm -hmm. and annoying for somebody to tell you how to solve your problem when Mm -hmm. you're just trying to complain. It's funny you know Um, that. uh, Right. I think a lot of guys don't know that. Nobody does. And I would still do it because it's like an instinctual thing, but I'll, I'll, catch myself once in a while yeah. and be like, okay, just let her vent. But that, you know, that feeling, mm-hmm. I think the feeling of, um, solving this problem mm-hmm. carries over when the girl's not interested. Yeah. And the guy's like, what can I do to get her interested? How can I show her that I care? Because if she knows that I care this much, she'll be into me type thing, which is not necessarily true. Like some girls just won't be into you. It's, it's, hard to really bring yourself back and, and take a step back and be like, just listen. I know sometimes the, like that having that thought process still overpowers the just listening part. And yesterday I still went to go fix it and curveball. It worked out. Wow. She was like, honestly, that's really amazing advice. Like, thank you for helping with that. I'm like, that never happens. It felt good. Yeah, to that's actually, rare. It, I know it felt good to actually like provide a solution. My go to is like, I'm sorry, you'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Ooh, I have to pee and I have something really good to say. Okay, I'm like, you want another beer? Yeah, let's do it. I have a question. Could yeah. be, this can be on or off. Um, why do people not drug test for desk jobs? Just because there's no physical... Do they not? No. I guess... None of my desk jobs... I've, I mean, I would pass because I don't do anything. But I'm just curious because like all my other like manual labor jobs... Maybe because it's higher risk. That's what I've heard. I think, yeah, if you're fucked up on the job and you drop a pallet on somebody and kill them then it's a liability but if like i feel like you would notice if, if you like, doze off at your desk yeah yeah there's not as much harm i guess that's interesting though i didn't because like yeah we didn't yeah. get drug tested for microsoft no nope. zillow nothing nope maybe at that level they're just kind of like look you come this far we know you're not doing meth and exactly and if you are it's going to be apparent yeah like like you're going to be no like, oh, that's Zane, he tweaks. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all know. You would notice. Um, I have an Am I the A-hole segment. Mm. 
And I'm actually still kind of upset about it. I just it. also want to say, not only did not all 22,000 of my subscribers watch our podcast, but no one wrote in. Which is fine. I expected that. It yeah. probably will not happen for... I mean, should we force our friends to write stuff or that's not fun? Or just to get the ball rolling? It I, won't be organic. I, I, I literally asked Dallas. I was like, dude, can you write something in so people think that we're cool? And he's like, he's like, no. I'm not going to write it. I, I, I could have predicted that from a mile away. Yeah, that's very Dallas. So you have a, a story and you want to know if you are the asshole, if you're in the wrong. I need to know. Okay. I so have think, you, I don't think I am wrong. Are you undecided on this or do you no, think you I'm know? I'm fully decided I'm not. Okay. Let me hear But it. I think you're going to disagree, which is going to make it good. Okay. Let's or go. Or you'll at least be able to play. I don't want to know. I don't want to know your stance yet. Perfect. Well, I just told. Oh, okay. I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I go to the gas station. It's late at night. All the spots are open. The closest two spots are the handicapped spot. It's raining. Parking spots? Parking spots. So I'm driving up. I see two open parking spots. They're obviously handicapped. Closest to the front door, it's raining. I'm bumming it up in a t-shirt and shorts. I'm like, I don't want to walk far. So once again, there's two. So I, I take like, up. I feel like I already know how this ends and you're the asshole, but continue. I take up one of them. I run into the store. I go right to the counter. Make my purchase of the jewel pods, the nicotine. As an addict does. As an addict does. And while I'm while I'm checking out, a lady I've been in there for forty five seconds, a lady walks by and she goes, Taking up the handicap spots, huh? Under her breath, and I'm not facing her, and I just pretend not to hear her, and my blood just starts boiling and I'm like so mad because Did you fight an old lady? I wanted to. And I and just like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, there's no harm in that time of the, at that time of the night. And there's no demand what for it. And there, was, the there was an extra spot. Like if two handicapped people rolled up at that time, like the squad, like this whole squad. squad, like, yeah, that's so insensitive, but so, also hilarious. Yeah. I mean, there's two sides to this. Okay. There's the side where you are not handicapped. You parked in a handicapped spot. You're an asshole. Okay. Then there's the rationalization side where... At that point, it's just a spot at that time, in my mind. Right. You, know? you could argue that. Yeah. I think I think you're the asshole. It's okay. Yeah. And I mean, with something like that, like if, if there was no spots left and only a handicapped spot and you took it and then, then you were genuinely an inconsiderate person and an asshole. When I'm on like desolate roads and it's 5 a.m., and you're about to confess and that I'm you're at a red light and I'm at a red light, a three way red light right by my parents' house. And I can look one way and I can see there's no cars in sight. I'm going through that red light. And to me, it's the same thing because there's an a, there's no cameras. Nobody gets hurt by this. The, 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 the handicap spots on the red lights are there to protect people. But when there's no people, there's nothing to protect. That's my argument. And I get that it's still illegal. See, that's what I'm saying. As I get you, like, yeah, I, I think I agree that in most circumstances, like, you're not affecting anyone's life yeah. by by making that decision. Compared to the people on the motorcycles who are going up the... But... Okay. I, I know what you're about to say, and mm-hmm. I can argue that for days because okay. I ride a motorcycle. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, society works because we follow rules, right? 100%. You know I love a good rule. I know you love a good rule. A real follower. And if you break them, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. That said, I will... So I lose this round. I will... Got to keep a tally mark. Yeah. 
I'm the Is there a winner or a loser? No. You're just the asshole. I'm just the asshole. <laughs> I'm but, always a loser. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll zip down the HOV mm-hmm. lane when there's like a, a metered freeway entrance. And then I'll just skip it. Yeah. I don't want to be 20 minutes late to work. Yeah. I'll take the asshole tag for that. The yeah. other day, oh man, I, I every morning I do it. I zip right past it. I used to wait in it. And then I got so sick of waiting in it for no reason. So how do you miss it? You just go around it? Well, right. So there's like a regular lane with a red light that goes green every like five seconds. Oh, that lane. Freeway. I thought you meant the tolls. No, okay. no, no, no. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, man, if I could skip those. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, but so these are like metered freeway entrances so mm-hmm. that people, there's no congestion, right? But yeah. the freeway's already in a gridlock. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah, I, know. I could I, argue I it. There's no real rationale, right? Like, you can argue that, like, you're correct, but you're not. You're breaking the rules. For sure. The rules are there for a reason. We're assholes. Mm-hmm. But I will fly by that shit, man. Mm-hmm. I will just zoom right by. It's it's almost like a competition where I'm just like, you guys should try it too. <laughs> they can't pull us all over if we all do it. I'll I'll if I'm the only car that's like about to do it, mm-hmm. I won't. I'll wait until some other asshole comes by and he's the only one in his car. I look at my review and then I'll follow him because I'll be like, the cop will see him first. He's like the little scapegoat. See, I taught myself a similar thing where whenever, especially like north of Marysville, whenever I've seen another car speeding. Let's say they're going 78. I'm going to go 75. All right. Oh, man. Wow. What a podcast, huh? <laughs> we really covered a lot. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, yeah. I leave for Israel. Yep. Uh, today is Thursday. I yep. leave in two days, Saturday. Yep. Um, bust out a couple more. Fun fact. Pot. At the end of this, we're going to change our clothes, and then we're going to do another one right after it and pretend that it's next week. So now it's pointless. Now we might might as well not even change. Oh, we're going to change, dude. Okay, let's change. Do you think I'm going to not change my shirt when I could change my shirt? Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, thank you for listening, watching. Uh, hopefully this this felt a little more natural. Yeah, less nerves. I had a lot more alcohol, so. Could play a factor. Uh, write in goodngpodcast.gmail.com. For anything you want to send us, you could just say whatever you want. It doesn't have to be specific. It could be an am I the asshole scenario. It could be you need advice. It could just be like, hey, man, we like your podcast. It could also be your podcast sucks. Stop doing it. You could write that in if you want, and I'll read it. That'd be hilarious, actually. I'll like it. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Do you want to sign out? Stay good, not great. Stay good, not great. Have a good one. I like that. Here's where the music's coming in. We're just dancing. Should we dance to the music we can't hear right now?